Hi Lejo, you're really welcome back to my podcast today and thank you so much for being here. What a wonderful sunny day it is. It's just absolutely amazing out there as I record this. So today what I want to chat to you about and we have a good old chat about this is the power of calm in your day and simple strategies that I follow to keep anxiety at bay. So this podcast is for you if you're listening in right now and you feel anxious and you feel anxious quite often or you feel overwhelmed or stressed out quite often. Um, I think I can help you with this because no joke, I used to be the biggest stress ball in the world. Uh, my friends in school used to call me speedy, um, stress head, stress ball. And uh, I was, I have been all my life really stressed out, really anxious, like really anxious. And I know you guys know this, but like so much so that I started to get like really bad panic attacks. Um, So before I get stuck into the strategies, and I always like to do this on my podcast episode, just share with you where I was. So, you know, I'm not just plucking this out of thin air and just like randomly giving you simple strategies. These are the actual strategies that took me from being like so anxious and having panic attacks, very bad breathing when I was a kid. Um, What I used to think was asthma when I was a kid wasn't. It was just me being super anxious. Um, So yeah, like I moved to Paris when I finished college. I went to UCD. I did history and geography for my degree and I decided I wanted to go and move over to Paris. And I lived there for three and a half years. And while I was over there, I started to get really bad panic attacks. And I know now that that was the reason I got panic attacks was because I hadn't been listening to myself and because I had been so stressed out and so anxious and just such a worry wart that rather than fix the stress and anxiety, I just kept on going about my day. And as you guys know, I was super unhealthy. I was overweight. I was drinking every night. I was really unhealthy. I wasn't seeing much daylight. I wasn't exercising, um, wasn't exercising at all. And uh, yeah, I was really, really unhealthy. And it's kind of cool now because I know what it's like to be really unhealthy. And it's one of the things that drives me so much now to help women uh, get fit and feel good because I know what it's like to not get fit to not be fit and not feel good. Um, I smoked, I I drank every single night, nearly every single night for three and a half years, some form of alcohol. Um, I mean, like either a glass of wine or more. And uh, yeah, I, I just started getting really bad panic attacks and um, they just overtook me. And if I, if I just want to move you on then a little bit, when I got healthy, etc. And I owned a gym in um, in Barna. So I decided I want to be a fitness instructor. I did the classic, oh my God, fitness has saved my life. I know I have to share this with the world <laughs> type thing. And I started to teach classes in Leisureland in Salt Hill. And they just overwhelmingly grew so big. There used to be like 50, 60 women coming down and 
doing like 10 euro pay as you go. And uh, it was in the in, in Leisureland in the big hall there where they now do like gigs and things like that, or they've always done gigs there. And it was just amazing. It was just the best thing in the world. And I was absolutely hooked on helping people feel good. It was amazing seeing all these women coming in the door on a Monday, Wednesday and a Thursday. And uh, I'd come in with my stereo and my mat and I had weights there to give everybody. Um, they were kept in like this wooden box that uh, somebody had made for me. And we just, it was just electric. The atmosphere was incredible. There was women there just all doing my style of workouts, me at the top, leading them all. It was incredible. I still do that style of workouts now and I still absolutely love it. And um, so I, I was doing that. I was doing like pay as you go classes and uh, teaching classes in Leisureland, renting out the room and doing classes in Leisureland. Uh, a little bit of one to one personal training there as well up on the stage when the when the curtains were closed, you know, just in the smaller room. And I just decided that I wanted to rent out my own room. So I rented out a little studio in Barna in Galway. Uh, me and Joe were on our honeymoon when we found out that uh, the 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 studio was um we we could we could take it it was ours and uh, this little studio is attached to the 12 hotel and it's just right next door to the bakery i think there's one little more unit there and then it, it's the bakery and then i think an accountant and then us and it was so tiny uh, really small but you know, on a, on a good day, we managed to get in about, um, I'd say, 18 women. And it was amazing. You know, I said it. I loved the size of it. I loved it being small. Um, I got a mirror at the back wall and uh, there was like hanging boxing pad, uh, boxing things, you know, boxing punch bags. And it was brilliant. I did one on one personal training, although I used to do a brilliant deal where two of you could go um, for the one price for six week PT courses. Shout out to all my uh, clients that used to come to me back then. And um, I did then classes in the evening time and I was just so happy and it was a really good time in my life. Um, so we decided to expand for a number of reasons. It was just getting too busy and the place was so, so small. So we decided to rent out, uh, get a facility on the Tomb Road in on the Tomb Road in Galway. A massive facility. I have no idea what square foot. I'm rubbish at those things. It was huge. Really huge. Reception area, showers. We got the showers. Um, we invested and got showers in, toilet in, offices in. Like it was a monster of a job. And around this time we moved house and um, we were renting in Barna and then we bought a house in Renville and Arthur came along and Emily came along and it was really stressful. It was really stressful. So from the whole of like 2012, although my whole life I've been stressed out, I had that really massively stressed out period in Paris where I had lots of anxiety and lots of panic. And then I came back, decided to become a fitness instructor, a fitness coach and the anxiety was like still there, you know, still I've spoken to you before about alcohol and me kind of leaning on it in social occasions and around family and things like that. So it was still always there, comfort eating, that's stress, that's anxiety. It was never fully gone, but it just wasn't at that massive height of Paris until we decided to expand and move into this facility and it all just came flooding back. You know, I had heart palpitations um, and it was an incredibly stressful time incredibly stressful time and 
I kind of, if I'm honest, I kind of hated, hated most of it. Um, Hated a lot of that time. I just always felt really stressed. And there was definitely parts of my time in that 2012 to 2020 that I didn't want to carry on. And I don't mean that like I was thinking of suicide or anything like that. I just mean I wanted out of what I was, of just my situation, not necessarily out of the gym. I just didn't want to carry on like this and I was helpless and I didn't know what to do. It was a really traumatic time. And then COVID hit. So I was still feeling all the stressed out. And I want to say now it was like a successful gym. It was running successfully. Um, and COVID hit March 2020 and the gym closed. And you guys know I moved online. We're all online now. But COVID gave me time to pause and reflect, like actually properly pause and reflect. And throughout COVID, I noticed that I felt really like ecstatically happy, really happy. And I always tell the story that, you know, when the gym closed, I was started to drink every night, just glasses of wine every night. And it was around day five, day six, where I just turned around to Joe. I was crying and I was like, I can't go on. I can't go on like this. I can either like give up and continue to drink and eat shit every single night and wait till COVID's over and, you know, wait for the government to tell us we can come back, which is fine. Or I can stand up and be a leader and knock this drinking on the head and sort myself out and lead people in my community through COVID. And I'm so grateful that I made that decision to lead people because it changed the course of my life forever. And I'm eternally grateful for that decision. So I was working very hard in COVID. That didn't change. So I was wondering to myself in all this time for reflection and pausing because we couldn't go anywhere. Why was it that I'm so happy? Because it wasn't that I wasn't working. In fact, in some ways, you know, because I was doing all the workouts myself and I didn't have an admin or any team anymore. There was a team, five or six of us and sometimes five of us. All of that was gone. And, you know, those of you that run a business know all the massive different elements to running a business. I mean, you could be sitting at your desk for 10 hours every day and it wouldn't be enough. But I just noticed I was really, really happy. And I just started to question myself. Why is it that I feel so happy? And what's different? And I realized it was then that it hit me that I didn't feel any stress or anxiety. And I realized that nothing bad had happened pre-COVID between 2012 and 2020 when COVID hit, when I ran that successful gym. But I was stressed out and anxious. So I had made that time in my life really bad. Now this sounds, this might sound really obvious to you if you're listening in now, but it was a really profound realisation for me that the past six years of unhappiness in my life didn't come around from bad things happening, but from stress and anxiety. And this hit me, it just knocked me for six when I realised that, that it was stress and anxiety that were leading me to be really deeply unhappy and really, really low and not wanting to carry on and just feeling really helpless and hopeless. 
So I just got really determined and I decided that I was going to figure out stress and anxiety for once and for all. And I was going to do everything within my power to finally get rid of stress and anxiety that it had robbed me of too much of my of my day of my life where I could have been experiencing joy. But all that time I had been worrying about the future, worrying about what was going to happen, if things were going well, worrying that they were going to go bad. I was worried about what I might lose that I had gained. I was worried about every single imaginable thing that wasn't actually happening to me in the moment. None of it happened. All my worry and stress never happened. And here I had been giving myself like actual heart palpitations and, uh, and, and, and like, you know, I'm not going to go into it too much here, but like really crying and desperate crying and like, you know, that kind of uncontrollable pain and suffering you put yourself through where you're not in control of your emotions. That was me. So throughout COVID, you know, Thrive Time was born and that was out of a desire to help me and my clients reduce stress initially for getting through COVID. But then it it transformed and it it, it turned into actually reducing stress and anxiety permanently, not just when COVID is here. And I changed so much in myself and it's those changes that I want to share with you now. If you're listening in and you're like, yeah, I can do with a little bit of less stress and anxiety in my life. Um, I want to share with you exactly all the things that I do now that I didn't used to do. So number one, the first thing that I do now that I recommend you do is you journal and you don't have to journal your emotions and feelings. You can simply journal facts. I love to journal facts because they make me feel really calm and relaxed because my brain often complicates things. I can have really simple goals and really simple action steps And for example, I might chat to Joe in the back garden on a Sunday and I'm like chatting him through all my concerns and we have a great conversation (laughs) and everything seems really simple. And if I was to chat to him again about it in a week's time, I'd be all like worried, like I'd be all kind of seeing all the different avenues when there's no need. It's just it's just a simple step, step by step path. Does that make sense? And Journaling, I find, keeps me on that simple path. I need to be reminded that things are simple. Do you feel like that too ever? Like, I just need to be reminded that things are simple. And when they're simple, I relax. And that's what journaling does for me. And that's what journaling might do for you. I carry my journal around in my handbag with a pen, so I'm never stuck. And when I go to a coffee shop and I'm sitting having a cup of coffee, I journal. Things that I journal are, I might journal about my big goals and I might journal like, I might journal a goal in the middle of the page and just do little lines out of it with the clear cut action steps that are going to get me to my goal. That just cuts out all the noise that has been going on in my brain for me. I also journal the action steps that I would like to do in that day. They're mostly now at this moment to do with my business, uh, 
because now I am consistent with my action steps with my health. However, if you didn't feel consistent with your healthy action steps, that's what you'd be doing. Your action steps. I work out today. I drink water. I eat healthy. Dinner is my last meal or whatever it is. Um, and that's kind of it. That's really what I journal. Like if I'm the odd time, I'll I'll journal like why I'm feeling bad and that can help too. Um, my second tip I've written down here is uh, action steps and I, and I just covered that but always having action steps to follow reminds you that you can control the controllables and you know that expression uh, when you're going through hell keep going and I know people with anxiety and stress will understand this that 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 really resonates even though you mightn't be going through hell but for me that really resonates like I sometimes it'll be like yeah when you're going through hell keep going I'm going through hell and it mightn't you mightn't be going through hell but it feels like that because of the stress and anxiety so action steps really I find are the guiding light out of that hellish feeling you focus on real tangible scientific factual black and white action steps and they help keep you grounded um another a tip that I recommend is to learn to let go, like really and truly learn to let go of things that aren't important. Um, Tony Robbins once said, I read somewhere, I'm probably going to misquote it now, but um, it's something like, um, what's your threshold of control like? And you're able to like feel more relaxed and less anxiety the more you're able to not feeling control of and handle not feeling in control of. So learning to let go of stuff and having things in your life that you're not in control of and you being okay with that, I find very helpful. Um, learning to let go of as many things as you can. Like I'm even talking about like materialistic stuff, um, things like financial worry, if you can, like if you can, obviously it's extremely worrying if there's financial stress. However, I'm just talking about stress and anxiety from a lot of things that aren't happening right now for you. So things that you would worry about, like letting go of it and saying, well, I, you just, just letting go. Um, another action step or another tip is to talk to yourself softly. And that's something that I do now. And it's really working. Such a simple tip, but I am so surprised at how remarkable um, of a change it's brought in me and how much I know it can bring in you. If you j literally just talk to yourself kindly, like starting now, starting with this podcast episode, just gently with a soft voice, with a calm voice. If you have to say things like, that's okay that's all right. You're all right. Off you go. Do your little action steps. Don't be worried about perfection. Just go and take the little action. <laughs> I just find that helps me so much and I go, okay, okay, I'll take action. That's okay. I'm glad that it doesn't have to be perfect. Um, and if you practice it, I promise you just be soft and gentle with yourself. And if you notice yourself being rough physically or harsh on your words, or if you pass a mirror and you say something nasty, correct yourself. I always am correcting myself now. When I pass by a mirror, I inevitably say something nasty. I force myself to go back and I, and I, and I mean it authentically to myself. Say, you are lovely. You are just brilliant. And when I'm uploading the workout videos onto the dashboard, some of my clients do it with me and then some on their own time. Um, I 
always am able to. Can you imagine how easy it would be for me to go this on your body here, here, here and just be like such a nasty person to myself? Oh, I don't do that anymore. I catch me on a bad day and I might start start saying something nasty to what I'm looking at uh, when I'm uploading the video of me working out. However, I always now correct myself and just go, oh, you're so fit and healthy, Alejo. Well done for putting yourself out there. Keep up the good work. And uh, I think it's really important to do that. So if you're listening, start that now. Doesn't matter if you say something bad, just correct yourself. Um, being me, uh, I found really helpful. So, you know, you being you, you might find that helpful because when you're you, there's a lot less anxiety around us. You know, I was chatting to somebody recently and she was talking about how concerned she was in social situations about, you know, the conversation going well. And I could, re- I could really relate to that. Um, that used to be me. It's I promise you it's not anymore, but it did used to be me. I used to be worried about silences, worried that I wouldn't be good enough company. Um, and you know what? I have let go of all that now. And there's something really relaxing about allowing negative stuff to happen in a conversation. Because then you realise nothing bad's happening at all. And with practice, you realise that it's part and parcel. It's normal. However, if you're this weird, fucked up people pleaser that is really stressed out and anxious... In your head, you're like, you're working. You're working in these conversations. Even in friendships, you don't get what you could out of a friendship. I have a wonderful, dear best friend who I adore. And me and her have been best friends for years now. And I get more out of our friendship now when I healed myself. And it's so fucked up. Like, it's... might sound really obvious, but you'll just get lovely stuff out of all your friendships when you start to just really be authentically yourself and allow for things to be and happen as opposed to trying to fix the stuff all the time if you because you're because you're worried that things aren't going well or that they might go well. You're like trying to trying to like preempt stuff, you know. Um, another tip I have written down here. If you can tread softly if you want to. Like, I don't know where I got this from, but I used to think that you had to be really aggressive with stuff, like your goals, your action steps, how you acted, like in the sense of going after things and, you know, being really confident in the room, for example. That's a good example. I don't believe that at all now. And in fact, I've become a lot more gentle and softer. And that has really helped I'm more calm, I'm less stressed and anxious as a result of leaning into my soft, gentle side as opposed to um, uh, thinking I have to be like, come across as confident and boisterous. And um, yeah, I mean, if that resonates with you, I highly recommend just leaning into the soft you. If you want to speak gently and softly, do it. Uh, Which brings me on to you don't need to hustle. You don't need to like aggressively hustle you can lean into your feminine gentle side and get things done at your own pace and since I have slowed down and really started to put care and attention and detail into the work that I put out there now for my clients uh, in particular for my clients everything now I do is with so much intent and I do it so much slower Um, it's remarkable how much more people will get out of it. 
And that's from me leaning into my more soft, gentle, authentic side and moving away from what I thought you had to be, which was like hustle and fast and actiony and aggressive. And yeah, you know, it's 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 crazy. Um, another tip, just a few final tips. Listen to who you want to listen to. I used to listen to people um, that I find now quite aggressive. Like, I like Tony Robbins. However, I used to love Tony Robbins. You know, you you don't need to, you go on social media and somebody can be roaring at you to sort your life out. You don't need to listen to that if you don't want to. And if anybody makes you feel bad when you're listening to them, like you don't have to go down the whole tough, tough love route. You can be really kind and gentle and compassionate to yourself and, uh, and, and just give up the tough love thing. Who, who's, who, who, who's, who's to say tough love works? Maybe tough love doesn't work on you, you know? Um, my last couple of ones is, uh, do a subtraction analysis every month. I, I've, thankfully everything's settled down now but the past few months in all areas of my life I've subtracted a lot of bullshit and stuff and uh, processes and routines and things I were was doing that that I didn't find useful or helpful so I recommend you look at everything you do in a day everything you do in a week what you do in your work who you meet who you talk to who you give your time to and you Ask yourself, is there anything that you can subtract? Are there people weighing you down? Are there um, routines you have in your day to day that are weighing you down? And because we're all so busy and distracted, we don't really test our routines often. So you may find that not only do you save loads of time, but you become happier and less stressed and less anxious. And even if that means like, you're doing something extra on a weekday that takes you out of the house and you don't want to do it anymore. Like give time to analyzing and just making sure that everything you're doing, you actually are okay to do it and it's not putting you under too much stress. Um, Simplifying everything I'm finding really helpful. Just going about your day and weeks for a few weeks with the intention of working on simplifying things. And if you get to the end of those few weeks and you find that there's absolutely nothing you can simplify, well, that's cool. However, I think you'll find that you might just find some things to simplify. It might even be how you do your weekly food shop. It might even be the dinners you cook. Um, it's, It's remarkable when you actually just start to look around you and ask yourself, what can I simplify? What can I subtract? I mean, it's been such a powerful exercise for me and it's worked, I promise you. Um, Check your routine regularly and just keep asking yourself, is there anything I can change here? And my last couple of tips are get into nature, get good rest, read good fiction books that you find enjoyable. I say fiction because the last thing you need, and this is what I used to do all the time when I was stressed out and anxious. I used to have a fucking really stressful day because I was stressed out. And then I'd, you know, go to bed at night time and I'd pull out a personal development book, which was all about like hustling and how to achieve your goals. (laughs) And that's the last thing you need. Just pull out a bit of Marion Keys. Bit of Marion Keys, five pages of a chewing gum book, a who did it book, and uh, take care of yourself. And um, 
yeah I, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode and if you did I always love to hear from you tell me what you think and uh, yeah I will speak to you soon and take care all my love